Podcast, eh? Yep. This is the Comic Zone. I'm Mike. I don't know why I said eh. Hey. He's, he's hoser. He's a hoser. Drink all dad's beer, hoser. He's going to kill you. <laughs> we got Trin Llewellyn with us today. He's a good buddy of mine from work. Uh, he's going to talk with us a little bit. Oh, we're going to switch gears a little. Uh, talk about missing persons cases. His cousin went missing how long ago? Well, he uh, disappeared August 12th of 2020. Uh, he was last seen about 7.15 at the Weaver, Weaver's Needle Vista Viewpoint near uh, Route 88 and Milepost 203.5 in the Tonto National Forest. And so, like, kind of what happened, like, how did he end up going missing like what was the situation well his uncle and him were working on hvac units and uh you know at that time that he actually disappeared it's you know it was 114 down there in the desert so i mean you know of course booming business but anyway they were on their way back to the house and they'd stopped at the viewpoint and kai said he was going to walk down a trail and go watch the sunset and never return to the car. Yeah, Kai, what's his... What's his? Kyman Welch. Okay. And, like, how long before he walked off did... Were they like, what the fuck? Well, after the sun went down, of course, you know, his uncle was kind of, you know, right away was a little iffy about what was going on. But Kai was also kind of a bit of a free spirit, so he thought maybe he might have been... Going a little further in than he decided, you know, than he originally planned or whatever. So they didn't think nothing of it for about an hour or so. And then he started flashing the lights, doing the typical thing you'd do if he thought somebody was lost in the dark. Right. And he didn't show up. So, you know, then he had to, of course, call the authorities. And then that's when... The search began. Mm Mm-hmm. So... How old was he? 25. What kind of what kind of landscape is that? The weaver the weaver's wilderness is very rugged, rocky, uh, almost hell's half acre ish territory. So a all, lot of crevices in the ground, a lot of flash flood type. Sh- you know what I mean? You like, know, and, and and something that we're going to get into later on. Um, there's a list of coincidences that happens in all these areas that is it's it's hard not to look at and and kind of say what's going on here because virtually all these people including my cousin fall under this category this listed i i got a uh, yeah he's got a whole bunch of notes the detective's name his name's uh david polidis i probably am you know not pronouncing that correctly but he's been studying this these things for the past 20 something years and he's developed a pattern a list that a lot of these people all fall into that's it's eerie 
what are the pat? What's the pattern? Or some yeah, give well, us some. Okay. Unless, unless there's more of your story that I'm no, no, and no, and that's you know that's I just was kind of gonna. So what kind of? Well, before you get into that, let's. Uh, so they went. How did they go about doing the search and all that for Kai? There was the whole cavalry came out down there. So right. I mean, every and there was people volunteering. Uh, left and right uh they the problem that they were having once again like i said earlier is that at the time he came missing you could only search for so long because it was so fucking hot 114 fucking there was a there was a report in arizona of these sheep desert sheep that had broke into a gated community to find shade i mean it's that it's 114 degrees out so right away once you know instantly you think well my 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 cousin's out there god knows where you know i mean god knows what's going on mm-hmm. and it's 114 and they even searched for him with the drone for a little while right well they had an action and that's kind of an interesting deal that i was unaware of they have a uh an, an algorithm a pattern that they can feed to this drone of your statutes roughly you know okay he's six foot tall he's 200 pounds he's this across the shoulders whatever whatever and this thing will actually fly out there and search for things in that perimeter you know that, that, that fit that size p- pattern whatever whatnot interesting so they yeah they flew this thing and it flies on its own constant grid so you know it is virtually no stone unturned kind of deal other than you know what it possibly you know couldn't see so another thing you mentioned to me when you were talking about all this is like that on top of that, everybody's searching, you got the drone, you got, you know, and they did this for how long? Uh, months. Uh, right. Months. So I mean, you got I, all this there's go- still tech. I mean, there's still an active web page right. of people that are, you know, but the active search, you have all this going on. And on top of that, like in a desert, like you would think like, immediately once the birds find that something they're gonna be you're gonna you can at least follow the birds and that's something you mentioned was that like if he had passed away out there or you know what i mean then they could at least have that kind of clue to follow but there was none of that either well and that's all stuff that you know i mean just you know trackers hearsay well no that's you know that's something that you you don't ever want to tell a family member but it's the truth you know, one of the very first thing that's going to locate right. someone, birds find things right away. So, but there was not, a, as of today, there has not been a shred okay. of chimen found. Nothing. Not a shoe, not a chunk of clothing, nothing. Which is so crazy. Like, how far could he have gotten, right? In that kind of heat and... It's like, so it's just really the the kind of stories we're going to talk about is people just vanishing seemingly into thin air. It's like, it's not like you could come up with a hundred reasons why he disappeared. Right. But like, not a clue, not a shred, not a, not a thing. Yeah. Not, not people searching for months and like, you know, that's really, really strange. Well, see, and you know, very right off the gate, you know. Uh, one of the first things that's talked about in the movie is, you know, Tom Messick. Okay. This guy is an 82 year old, healthy guy. You know what I mean? Uh, taught 
hunter safety his entire life. He was an airborne ranger. Uh, he taught survival skills. Uh, the whole nine yards. He did a typical thing that a lot of hunters do because he's from New York. He was in uh, northeast New York. Uh, they do deer drives. So what they'll do is is they send the youngsters up on a hill, per se, okay? And then they'll line out along the bottom of the hill in the likely place that deer will come through to hunt them. So they pulled up to a place Kinda called like in a chain. Yeah, well, you know, it's you're you're you're, you're cutting them off. They call it's it a, like yeah, right, like, like a drive like a wave coming in and push a funnel them in one direction, right, in a specific well, way. Well, these guys went to a place called uh, uh, is it was that one Lily the Lily Pond? What's yeah Lily Pond Road and it's a uh, Burnett Lake. And they camp there all the time. These guys have been going to this lake and hunting for years. Like, there's three generations in this pickup truck. Okay. Well, they break off uh, to start, and they go in 100-yard increments just to break up the bush. You know what I mean? To, to right. have the best chance of seeing deer. So, uh, Tom went in first, which was his friend or his brother. I, I'm not – I'd have to double-check that. Tom – was the very okay so tom's the guy that ended up missing excuse me the old elderly guy yes so it was al sid joe and tom 100 yard increments okay we're talking you know 300 feet away right. from each other right in the woods okay mm-hmm. tom was at the very furthest of the four of them they sat down everybody came up over the hill did the completed the drive everybody went back to the truck but tom he was a football field up the road, a hundred yards from the next hunter, and disappeared without a trace. His hunting rifle disappeared. His pack that he had on disappeared. We're talking about an eighty-five-year-old dude. Another interesting thing that I do have to eighty-five-year-old man, eighty-two-year-old, or what disappears. And how, like yeah, like that's another like. How does that fucking like happen? What, what were you gonna say? Like it just. Well, and sorry, he was I like just... from here to our vehicles as a reference away from another person, and disappears without a trace. And he's eighty two. It ain't like he went track starring out of there, right? For some reason. Yeah, it's like, and not only that, you said his pack, his rifle. Well, his... see, and and in that particular disappearance, the the ironic thing about this one is that. uh I'm not sure, I'm sure you're not aware of this, but the FBI does not involve itself in adult disappearances. They'll do, they'll bend the rules, whatever, whatnot for kids. This is what I understand from, you know, what the research I've done. And uh, two FBI agents showed up to investigate Tom's disappearance. When he disappeared. So, and on top of that, like this guy just to like this is the man that taught everyone there this style of hunting right like he was the dude that, like he was you know the L, L, like their grandpa right everyone's grandfather well it's like i think the al guy even says in the interview that they're talking to him that he taught he gave him his hunter safety card right like that's the guy that you know i mean that's so it's like so he out of anyone would know you know what to do it in that situation he wouldn't just wander off and or 
You know what I mean? Like how does how does how does that happen? It's like he f- floated off into the air. Or I think they always chalk it up to like animals, like a bear or something big, predatory that takes them out. Is what they, I think right. they lo- write it off as in their head, whether but there's then, evidence or not, because. But then the bear. The logic is they would take and use everything. I mean, yeah, it's weird that the gun and everything else was missing too. I was gonna, just uh, going to say that, but the bear put the pack on and yeah, strapped, see, and that's kind of slung the, the rifle that's, after he ate the guy. You know, and and once again to to the list of of coincidences with all these things, um, it's like he, I, I I totally spaced out where I was going with that. I'm sorry, I had a just there. I think you were going with like just the way that they all coincide, all their the things that they is like one of the things that is common in all these is all their shit goes missing with them. Yeah. Well, is that and, what you were going? Yeah, kind of. And, um, you know, that particular search that went on for Tom back to like a possible animal or whatever, these guys were so passionate about finding this guy that like, you know, the, so the people were coming from counties everywhere. Like they thought the, the commissioner's kid went up missing or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they literally did what they call, I can't remember what they called the grid pattern, but they'll take, a chunk of like baling twine Mm -hmm. and run it 300 yards through the woods. And then along that they'll run another one parallel and then they start to grid out from there. So once again, you're literally searching everything as like a 10 by 10 square. You can, you can search that square and then you can go, he's not here and move on. And you can actually, yeah, transfer that to a map and, be and like, it's this still is possible what we've to covered. miss something in that grid. No, yeah, too. most definitely. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the, there's the crazy there's part, human I mean, error. Once again, part of the the profile points. I think we really need to talk about the profile points because it's that's awesome that you say that. Because one of the, the major profile points is is that a lot of times these people's stuff will show up in an area that's been thoroughly searched. Mm-hmm. Like they go there one day, search it very thoroughly, like a particular guy's boots. That they, you know, everybody on the search team was leg to leg and they swear, you know, went by that area and all of a sudden the next day, here's a set of boots. To me, that almost goes back to the possibility of an animal, you know, just because it's like moving the boots, like, you know, that it's their, I'm thinking like my dog. So (laughs) it's their bone. They take it. It's their possession. And then, you know, they're done with it. And. Leave it there. Yeah, yeah fair I mean, that's you, uh, that's not a bad. I mean, that's just my. You, it's that's not a bad theory. On that. Yeah, you for know, sure. You could be wrong, uh, but in each case, should be judged differently. Well, that, that's what we're doing here. Well, and kinda, you know, there one, was the news case recently where they found the missing girl like underneath the stairs, still alive, just recently. Yeah, I mean, totally unrelated, me. but one of the you know well, still though deals that yeah. they're seriously trying to uh, to hint around about even in this movie is an an ape like creature you know and with it i'm i'm getting kind of off track because i wanted to go over those yeah well check out yeah keep going on the uh what points were they yeah okay so uh, all these people in general we're talking 90 percent of them okay somehow fall into this list that he's created and you know the first one is a point of separation Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're with your buddies. We're in the woods, and I'm like, I'm gonna go over to oh, this little. Shit, I'm lost. 
Or, well, I yeah, mean, that's I don't know. Well, but I'm taking. They're they're never. Ninety percent of these people are never with anyone else. These disappearances happen when they're by themselves. Like that's why the point of separation comes in, because it's generally when someone will leave the group to go check out their own little area and we'll meet back up over here, whatever, whatnot, and they never return. My cousin Kai, yep. point of separation. He told my uncle that he was going to go check the sun set out from a, you know, a whatever peak he was going to go to or whatnot and never return. The next one is uh, the time of disappearance. Now, it see, and this gives me chills because if you, you, you look into this stuff, it's just insane. Most generally, once again, we're talking 90% of these people disappear mid to late afternoon. My cousin now, Kai. Now, when when you say disappear, is that that's like when people? That's uh, that's the, when the people time notice someone that noticed not, that they yeah, weren't okay. going to show up. I got you, or, or didn't show up. Boulder fields. Once again, like I say, I, t- I talk about it, and it just raises the hair because uh, all these people are in very rocky terrain, not necessarily tree. You know what I mean? To where generally, if it's super bouldery, you can see for miles. Yeah, like the, and you know that from experience, gla- right? Glacial too, uh, or that's where I've seen it most likely in Colorado. Growing up, yeah, is the the moraines from all. And yeah, and you can see right up. You can see for miles, and so it's hard odd as heck to walk through. It's and you like try, if you've ever tried to like go through that, it's insane. Yeah, then it, that's you know because they were talking like there was another one of those kids that was uh, missing was from that up near for uh, Fort Collins. That they were talking about in that, that same and the weird thing is the dad where the kid was from was where my cousin had his wedding like a week or two just before the kid went missing. Really? So as we were staying like at the same or just like a few uh, like apartments down from that same place. And then like the next two weeks that kid was missing. Really? Crazy. So just. But uh, just like seeing that area and just like that's where I, you know, I stomped through as a kid that age, you know, that that could have very easily been me. Right. You and know, is this. It's scary. To, and that's that's something that I I mean, I didn't really want to bring up. I'm a very avid hunter and outdoorsman. And like this last summer, it sounds foolish, but we're up in the bighorns and Diana's at, in camp and kind of cooking and everything. And I'm like, I'm going to run down to the little bend in the stream and. See if I can't catch a trout before the sun goes down. Yeah, and, point of separation. Well, and I got down head. there and I started getting sketched the fuck out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, like I know it was me. Well, and not only that, but the water was really high and running, and there was like a little beaver dam that had got caught. So uh-huh. this motherfucker's creaking, and I'm like out there. It's pitch black, damn near. So I ran back to camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, with all the your cousin missing right. in your mind right. and all these stories. Like no doubt. So another thing that virtually always happens, and this gives you, and and it, it's true in every sense, even with my cousin, there's always a weather event of some kind. Like with my cousin, 114 degrees. They hadn't had 114 like that around there in a minute. You know, in that particular Weaver's wilderness area where he disappeared. You know, Phoenix. I'm sure it's probably pretty common. Is there any water area around there, like lakes, streams, any kind of? No, not where he just, that's what's kind of weird where, and you know, not everything, but that is one, another thing that's on the list. There's generally always water. Did it rain at all? 
No. Uh, around the time that he Well, it might have. I think maybe that one day they it even might have shut the searchers down. Now that because I think about it. The only reason I bring that up is because in like that those deserty <laughs> areas with a lot of like cre- like uh crevices and shit in the in the ground, you get a lot of flash flooding there and like that could be an expl- you know, another explanation on like why it would be hard to locate him if it did rain but i mean it would i don't know how much rain it takes to do that yeah and like i a, mean of course you never know and like you said it causes trenches and waters the most destructive well right substance on the runs, planet when it, it comes to that kind of stuff but still you would think eventually something you know water's trying to get to the lowest point into the ocean so eventually like if he was wedged somewhere or something like that you you know you think you'd and eventually that, uh, have a bone surface or something that had been washed out. And that's, from, yeah, that's not to say that he's he's uh, dead at all. We're like our hope in this is to actually maybe hopefully help find him with this, and maybe somehow this helps. So, yeah, that's no, not I, to yeah. We're not making assumptions in it <coughs> in any in any way. We want to. I want to make that clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Uh, how long ago did he, did he was he miss, missing? It was the twelfth. It was eighteen months. The twelfth of February. It was the eighteen month anniversary. So, or you know, of the days, I don't, I don't want to call it an anniversary. Another thing, once again, back to my cousin and and uh, and uh, many others. The k- canines will only track them to a certain point. And then Do- we're talking, stops. and then they, and it stops. This, and this same thing happened to my cousin. The dogs were able to track him. I think I was 500-something yards down this trail, and then it got to a wash, and they were done. Nothing after that. And, uh, the, you know, and that's a, that's a really weird thing to think about because, once again, it's almost as if just they snap, just yeah, disappeared just floated up in like the there's air. no i mean no scent after that point and a lot of times these dog searches are going on the next day and you know we're the one of the smelliest creatures on the planet period i don't care even if you're a hunter that's trying to get you know what i mean a dog in the sense that we carry all kinds of different scents right and dogs can you know with the with the smell that they have that's what makes us so easy to track right because we're generally so speaking unique. if they yeah. Makes sense. Because, yeah, I mean, a deer would smell like a deer. It smells like a deer, right? Yep. Another interesting thing that happens a lot, you know, when things are found, there's a couple interesting deals. Uh, there's generally always missing or removed clothing. And when I say that, because, yeah, of course, you know, whatever they were drugged through, you know, the bushes or whatever, whatnot, they're completely intact like these shoes, uh, boots that were found. The laces had been undone. You know what I mean? Like somebody very carefully undid the laces to the, where they could take their... That was in the old man's case? No, that was in the case of the guy that disappeared in the crazy mountains the, in Montana, you I should, believe. We should, you should tell that one. I think that one is like well, so fucking crazy. What was this documentary? Uh, missing 411? Is that... Missing 411, The Hunted. Yeah, the hunted. you can definitely... I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So if you want to watch it, it's on there. There's another one too. He did. I watched it on Hulu. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. I tried to find I think it on there. 
It's it's out there. Okay. They, they yeah, move, it's out there. The shit moves around all the time. Too. There's right. a there's a book uh, as well by the guy that you can read. Yeah, and um, but the story about the guy because there are ones that are just really weird where they end up finding the people. We'll see, and uh, that's way later. That's but, something else that I wanted to get into. That's kind of weird about that. Once again, to the whole that I think is strange and needs to be mentioned is when. In the case that people are recovered, mm-hmm. they're all, uh, countless. They cannot tell what they died from. Period. Uh, like they, it's like they just died. There's no trauma. There's no sign of. They literally the one gal that they found three days later or whatnot. Uh, Andrea. Complain. I like I said, she was 75. She went mushroom hunting and uh, she disappeared. Uh, I don't have my ducks in a row as far as how long she was gone, but anyway, <laughs> a, a, a searcher, so it was within the time they started searching for her, found a, like a camp here, a sleeping bag, and like there were, it was a, a remnants of a fire. And here, this lady is, uh, Andrea laying in the creek naked as a jaybird dead as a doornail okay and this is like basically kind of right off a trail and she had no damn like they they deemed her the autopsy the the autopsy report said that she died from hypothermia from yeah like because she's laying in it well what the fuck yeah well and Another interesting thing about that it's just a fever or something that would make you feel yeah maybe down yeah like well you know one of the that something else that's mentioned here one of the very first thing that happens when you go hypothermic is you start feeling you like start you feeling, feeling like you're hot. fucking burning up because you know what I mean because that's one of the things they mentioned about the guy in Montana that it, it, it's telltale signs of hypothermia because the first thing you do when you're truly hypothermic is start to strip your fucking clothes yep. off. So that makes sense. She would have taken her clothes off and then maybe felt still felt hot. So she's like, oh, I'll get in the creek and cool uh, Well, down. and another weird thing about the autopsy report on that one is is that the, the detective that took the fucking photos of her laying in the creek, her face was in the creek, like in the creek. And the autopsy report stated that she was not submerged in water. Okay. Oh, so she was laying on the bank of it, and her face. No, was she was. It. That's what. That's the. That's what the detective thinks is weird about it, and struck him as super odd because he witnessed her in the fucking creek, took photos, show a photo oh. on the on the thing of her in the creek, and the autopsy report said that she wasn't submerged in water. Uh, so you know uh, maybe and it could be something stupid yeah, it's just it the autopsy just guy was misinformation like chewing somebody, on a sandwich and yeah, hovering over writing his notes and skipped it or whatever not you know? paying attention he smoked a doobie during lunch break right or, right you know. yeah yeah but still like yeah that's a really that's a strange one i never heard that one like yeah that, that's a I mean that that we I mean we well, just easily explain yeah. that one but still i mean that's super strange there's the one I, I hate to ramble on, you know. No, you're I mean, good, dude. Go but, ahead. But uh, a very interesting fact is the it was the next day, the 26th, I want to say, uh, when uh, Tom Messick went missing. Okay, the guy that I talked about in the very beginning, he uh, just 40 miles south 
of where he disappeared. Another guy. Damn, I just hit my mic. <laughs> what was his name? Fred Drum. Fred Drum, 68 years old. Mm-hmm. On uh, November 24th, uh, he his wife went to go to like a church thing. Okay. Left him at home on the ranch. Mm-hmm. When she came home, this fucking guy is gone from his home. Disappeared. Okay. Without uh, so much as uh, a note, anything. <clears throat> Once again, a big shirt. You know, this when we're talking about a guy that was sane in mind and body. Mm-hmm. And he up and disappeared off the face of the planet from his fucking house. 40 miles away from where the, Tom disappeared on his hunting drive. Oh, okay. And they searched the same deal. Search ensued. Nothing was fucking found. And this guy was on his own ranch. And <coughs> 40 miles, it's, a, it's not that far. Well, if you were a, a Sam Squatch or whatever. A and Sam you were, Squatch. You know what I mean? That's 40 miles is nothing. Yeah, for real. Well, see, because back to the guy that that disappeared in the crazies, and I thought it was ironic that that you brought it up. It is almost as if, for a certain extent, this guy is being carried. Some of the terrain back to the boulder fields, like you said, they're also like they've been hunt. They're being hunted, right? You know, it, it fucking predator. I mean, a lot of them. I mean, I almost the mushroom lady almost sounds like it could have been poison, just because. You know, I bet a lot of the toxins of a poison wouldn't be able to be if. That sounds like hypothermia. I think a combination. I mean, yeah, maybe that was the trigger that made her. But go. if she's out hunting mushrooms, it sounds like she she was experienced. Yeah, but what if she ate some fucking bomb mushrooms and got lost? Yeah, and fair enough. Or 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 she intended to do that. You know, yeah, I mean, like some, and it got went sideways on her. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Because once that. again, she was by herself. Mm-hmm. Another key deal, which is never a good idea to go doing that kind of shit by yourself. After anyway. a lot of this shit, dude, I don't even want to go to the bathroom by myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? We call on her, like stand outside the door. But anyway, uh, so you know, back to the guy I keep bringing up. His name was Aaron Hedges. He was thirty-eight years old. Okay, and um, they took off into this. It's called the Crazy Mountains because supposedly. It was Crow Indian Reservation, and, of course, we, they, whatever you want to say, kicked the crow off of it. And when they did that, the crow medicine man said that he was going to curse the mountain with wind to drive the white man crazy and make him want to leave the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's why they named it the crazies. Um, anyway, they were going in for a week long. They uh, Once again, one of the guys that was on the hunting trip had been there, hunted that terrain for months he'd already been up there kind of hanging out for archery season you know whatever whatnot so everybody involved in this knew this area very well very well and uh on their way in they had what they refer to as a horse wreck well uh their mule got spooked it had a majority of their camping gear on it they lost a bunch of their stuff lost some sleeping bags you know because it went down and the, yeah, yeah, they they were on. I think the it was there was a ravine on the other side or a really steep, you know, embankment. super rocky so, terrain it with all, water going through the bottom of it, and it dumped all this guy's shit down into the down there. So, but once again, to tell you how 
much these guys had been in there, uh, Aaron's buddy tells him, well, it's no big deal, man. I just was up here last week and I got a cache up above this lake about six miles above where we want a base camp. So no big deal. We'll roll into base camp. I'll take a horse and I'll head up to my cache. I'll grab, I got extra bag. I got, you know, everything we need to where we can just stay in here for the week and hunt. So he takes off and with a GPS. Yeah. Uh, and before you keep the, these guys were up there, I think it said like weekly, right? Or ever like bi-weekly. Yeah. Well, at it least. was, it was balls deep in archery season. You know, you're, they were up there a lot. Yeah. They've so been going knew, in just to iterate that he knew this fucking area, like the back of his hand without a doubt. Okay. So continue. So all of a sudden he chimes back to his hunting group. On his GPS rhino to where, I mean, it's like a walkie-talkie. It, it gives your location. It tells you the location of your buddies, so on and so forth. And he's four fucking miles south of where he should be. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like he passed the turn. Uh, he was supposed to take a left at some point. It was, up. I mean, like a giant sore thumb in the middle of the, you, you're not going to just and once right. again he knew right where it was right and walked right past it four miles or whatever the fuck right so then that's like i believe that's the last time he was heard from on his gps but then through the course of investigation you know when they finally found everything that was involved with that guy he was 11 miles from where he originally started out at Right, and they it, the first spot they found where he stopped was at like a top of a waterfall, right? And he sat at this rock, um, took his boots off. It was snowing up there, right? Right. Then walked six more miles over like super jagged rocky terrain, which if you've ever hiked or like done any serious hiking or hunting, you know that shit's rugged as fuck. And to do it in bare feet and super cold weather well and here's the fucking deal like they said if he is actually to the point that he's so hyperthermic that he's starting to strip how is it how do he make it six miles well he because he made it six miles to where and and the six mile hump between the waterfall where his boots were found and the second place that they found evidence of him here's another fucking super ironic deal all right the place the second place that they knew was his, they found a like a, a thermos, uh-huh. an energy drink, and something like he had sat there and had a fucking energy pick-me- drink and a pick me up in view of a, of a farmhouse, a ranch house. Like you can see a ranch house from where, like he, he sat there and had his drinks and stared at the fucking place while he did it, and then. Yeah, didn't they find his body another mile no, away? No, 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 no. They because this is and then up the hill another. I think it was a considerable distance because to get to eleven miles, it was like another seven miles. I want to say or whatever that up the freaking hill and even closer to the ranch and shit. They were the the ranch owners were doing their annual fence cleanup, you know, because they have cattle and everything, right. And one of the ranch hands sees a fucking orange hunting vest. So he fucking cruises over to pick up the vest, you know, because, uh, yeah, there's hunters around. He thought it was trash or whatever. 
Well, here's this guy's fucking backpack, his pistol, his fucking bow. That's another thing that wasn't that we didn't mention the whole time. Supposedly, the entire time that he's doing all this shit, he's packing his fucking bow that weighs 14 pounds. He's packing a fucking pistol that weighs and, and, and his backpack and all this shit. And he's fucking hypothermic as a motherfucker because we figure he stripped his own boots off. You know, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it's a strange one. And it like they found these this stuff, you know, these different spots, you know, through the, you know, they'd find one and then it'd be a year and then they'd find another and then eventually a uh, uh what was it a tour group? Yes. Yep, a and dude somebody, a dude ranch. Somebody happened a fucking spot a skeleton underneath a tree. Yeah. Another mile away from where they found all his shit. Up the fucking hill. And and another... His feet were missing? Yes. And that's another thing that is kind of weird about uh, um, a lot of these disappearances. Is that That's not super strange, though, because if he, like, dropped dead, right? Let's just say, hypothetically, he dropped dead right there. And some animal came and found him. Yeah, and, be, you know, and they'd be feet. the smallest but bones. And... That's not, like, a super mysterious part. But, like, what blows my mind is the the boots. Like, how did he make it so fucking far with no shoes? You know, what I wonder is, is like, you know, sometimes hunters will take the hooves off of deer and bend them and make rifle holders, right? Uh Well, maybe somebody cut his fucking feet off to make fucking trophy, you know, whoever hunted him. The fucking predator. (laughs) You know what I mean? Dude, it sounds Trophy. like the fucking st- and carry. You know, because it sounds like a movie. Logically, it would be. It was almost as if he was being carried through half the fucking terrain he went through. D- right? Seriously. Like how the fuck, um, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I believe there's a Saskatch. I believe that. I mean, of course, obviously, there is proof that there were creatures that. I mean, we would call a Sasquatch on the planet at some point or another, but I just don't know if they're like currently here. You know, uh, that's the, that's you know, I'm I not. Think it's possible. It's po- yeah, anything's possible. The way I look at it is okay. This is just an example that I like to use when we talk about it. You know, it on Casper Mountain, there are hundreds of mountain lion. Okay, throughout the whole Muddy Mountain Range in Casper Mountain. Mm-hmm. I've spent a boatload of time. You ever seen one? Nope. I've never. Uh, and this I, is I, well. I haven't, I'm not. I'm the, going hunting with you uh, this this year. You know, and, but, and not like, to say be... people do see them in the wild. You know what I mean? And it does happen. But generally speaking, like bobcats. Okay, like bobcats is an even more prime example. You never see these motherfuckers, and they plan it that way. So imagine that there is a superior being out there in the woods hanging out, I think it's entirely possible that it could stay entirely fucking hidden, especially if it's got the ability to fucking shoot up a tree or... Yeah, sure. I mean, any like we said, anything's possible. And with the cats, they're smaller. You know, I mean, the, the the typical idea of a, you know, a Bigfoot or Sasquatch, you know, they're usually big creatures. I mean, logically, I think that's the, the hardest part. But in certain areas, you know, there's definitely enough terrain for something possibly to you know exist but well and that's the well, the problem with kind of what we're talking about is is a lot of these disappearances happen in fucking open terrain that's why the boulder fields are such a big deal it's like it's they're they're disappearing out of places that you can see for miles 
Right. You remember that kid that went missing? Um, was that the one you were talking about? Where I'm not sure. It was like I think he had. Now, don't quote me, but I I think he had autism of some sort and yeah, the out was there gonna, uh, towards was uh, gonna run away or whatever like kids yeah, that, do, and he wandered out and. Or whatever, I, wasn't it something like that? He was upset and ended up wandering out, and then they no, that was by uh, Crater Lake. Can, is that? Uh, I think so. But either yeah, way, I think I think Mike's talking about far, the guy uh, was that was out around, on Pat Six. Yeah, it was around here. Oh, right like here, he went right here. Oh, and but they they, this is just uh, because about like the searching thing is like they searched like a motherfucker for that kid. Yeah, the and problem. Then, with, but then they found him and submerged in a snowbank. Yeah. So that was the problem with that. The time that he disappeared and when he decided to take off walking, we had just happened to get some precipitation. Yeah. And out in that country, you get two inches of snow and the wind blows in certain spots. It turns into two foot or so on. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> and it's not easy to walk in. Yeah. Mm. So like, as as thorough as these searches can be, it's like. And gonna be able to spot, you know. I mean, you could step right over, you know, something, and it happens, you know. And like, like you said, the boots. Somebody could have looked this way as they stepped over the boots, and you know what I mean. Or also think about like areas that you can't search because it's, you know, like a cliff. Of course, what if that, or you know, like a drop off, and like some, they could fall into that, and you couldn't check because you couldn't physically, right. And you can. I mean, see, like you like, could talk about drones that try, tries to eliminate some of that when you're kind of adding those different things or dogs that can possibly smell. Right. You know. But like he I said, mean, just like, uh, about, I know, just lost my. Oh, your headphones! Oh, pooch laid on them. It's all good. We still hear you, dude. So like. <clears throat> You know, I know this really upset you a lot. I mean, we work together, all, you know, a lot. Like, and when Kai went missing, it affected you in a big way. And like, the biggest, so I got to the, I, the, I, the, the biggest w- thing about it is that, that that really still bothers me to this day is the just not fucking knowing. Right. Well, that always bothered you from the get go. Like, I like you told me the day that he went missing that you found out you were like, "Oh, my cousin's missing. They're looking for him," you know. And then almost immediately after not finding him, you're, you, that's what you were talking about. Is that not knowing is driving me crazy? Well, and then I can, you know, my my cousin Rhiannon. God bless her heart. I mean, I can't imagine and. You know, her her mom, his mom, yeah. my cousin. Like, I just I can't even imagine what that would feel like to. Yeah, and that's so that's like the hope of doing this is to get maybe some, <coughs> just get the information out there, um, maybe bring it back up in people's minds, maybe, you know, help in some way. I mean. Well, and it's, in my opinion, you know, like I. And to each their own, and I'm sure everybody feels different about it, but it's kind of cool to talk about it. You know, it gets a little bit kind of off your chest. And then, like you said, if somebody does happen to hear it and be like, well, son of a bitch, I think, you know. Yeah, maybe, or, you know, who knows. 
it's never this this kind of shit can't be easy and that's like kind of what part we haven't touched on yet is just the effect it has on the people that they're close to i mean this this kind of thing i couldn't imagine <coughs> like one of my sons going missing like you know what i mean i can't that's just something i can't even let come into my brain because that like it just that's like one of my worst fears like i i don't know i would be a mess say well, there's nothing i i I don't even know how I would handle that. It's just super messed up. And, like, yeah, like you said, the not knowing would be the worst part, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, there's no closure in it is the problem. It's like, well, you, you keep thinking, you know, well, fuck, man, maybe one of these days... I'm going to get a phone call and my cousin's going to be like, or I'm going to see on Facebook, fuck Kai's back, you know? Yeah. And you know, the, the, the possibility still out there, you know, maybe cause Kai, Kai was a, a free spirit too, man. You never know. Maybe he decided to say, fuck all you guys. And he had it pre-planned to jumped in there because he was right off of fucking 88. You know well, what I fuck, mean? Maybe he'll hear this, and well, if or, that's the case. Hey, man, maybe he did something super fucking cool, like joined the fucking CIA and shit, and had to disappear from everybody. <laughs> and he's doing some fucking like super cool spy shit right now, and just sorry, I had to disappear from my family to pursue my life of kicking ass. I don't know. <laughs> well, we we're talking Sasquatch, fucking. Another thing that comes up, you know, obviously, is like abduction alien abduction that kind of thing i mean uh, we're talking hypotheticals here what do you think about aliens bill you did say arizona yeah (laughs) well one of the one of the people that actually was kind of interviewed you know said well fucking that because they're right outside of uh new mexico or uh yeah where the where the fuck is area 51 roswell roswell Roswell. Yeah. yeah so you know and you know that's the the hunters that we were talking about earlier that went up there in the seventies and supposedly recorded the. Oh yeah, we were going to talk about that, and we got varying opinions on this one. I think it's bullshit, but well, see, Trent, you you think it's real? Well, and it, 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 like watch the documentary. There's, I mean, to say that they had a biologist from Wyoming analyze these sounds that they had recorded granted it's in the 70s using period recording implements so on so forth have you seen this thing these mics were they, made in the 70s they call it <laughs> the design that, of them was but they they weren't recording on these though yeah but still i mean it, have you seen the video it's, I, they I call it so. like the samurai fucking sounds or some shit i'm gonna find it and i'm gonna play but anyway these guys and they're like fucking talking to each other man but they never got photos of what was actually doing it but the sounds and you can hear them and they're the the professor from wyoming said that there was they were reaching pitches that was way too high of an octave for a human to ever hit and hitting lows that were way too low for any human to hit and they're talking back and forth In my opinion, in almost an ape-like way, like, yeah, well, you'd have to hear it, but I mean, I'm gonna, I'm finding it. 
and I, another thing is, as me being one of them, a redneck individual, I thought it was weird that these guys had to mention how dry their camp was. You know what I mean? Because that's one thing that right, clicked to me right away. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, who the fuck you bullshitting, man? I'm fucking lived in Wyoming my entire life. Our camps are always dry and no booze involved. If you felt you had to, I just thought it was funny because it's they like had to mention it is suspect. Exactly. Like, oh, okay, yeah. So you're just trying to all this stuff you're talking about. We you want to make sure we don't think you're crazy or we're drunk. So you automatically bullshit. There wasn't any alcohol, but they did have mushrooms. Yeah, right, Damn right. I'm, I can't find them. Well, and, you know, the funny thing about that whole little group is... How do you spell samurai? <coughs> S-A-M, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows? Uh, at least I'm not... I feel better about myself now. I, I was like scared to ask. I'm the worst person for a spelling bee. Yeah, I'll, me too. T O O. Sam. Or. Uh, but anyway, these guys had built a camp that they fortified up here because of these sounds that they. But they go back there every fucking year. That's what I could never understand. Oh, if this shit really. But anyway, the whole fucking place burnt down. Uh, in like the nineties, I want to say. And the only fucking shit that survived in this entire fucking forest was the trees around their camp that they had fortified. And it was all wood. They'd stood logs up and tied them together to build an actual like shelter to sleep in because they thought whatever was out there, you know, the forest rangers ended up making them tear most of it down. But I just think it's weird that it's this super hot spot of some kind of activity and the entire forest burnt down around these like 10 trees that they had their camp was around. I can't find it, but here's my thing. Maybe because they took the, all the trees that were around it. So it cle- cleared it a little bit too. That could be a little, I've had a little bit of both, a little yeah. every, everything counted. The fact that they put that energy then puts that much energy into that place. Too, yeah, well, and for I, whatever. I think it, it, even it, regardless if these guys are a little off or not, there's got to be something there. There's got to be some kind of energy. There's something there it's going on. Field. There animals, you. crazy animals, undis- big undiscovered ones. I think it was Doctor Strange. I think you're Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor, just as long as you call me doctor, um, it's all good. You're a fucking proctologist. Start calling me. <laughs> Got them tiny hands and shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, fuck? uh, how do we go from missing to talking about <laughs> probing anuses? Oh yeah, it's the aliens. Yeah, talk. aliens. Fuck. Speaking of aliens, fucking anal probes. You'd be all for that one. You, bullshit, you're out in the woods, like, fucking trying to get fucking abducted. Yeah. So they could probe you. Well, that's like the one, you know, fucking if we went camping and you woke up with a condom hanging out of your butt, would you tell anybody? Uh, fuck, that's a good question. Probably the police. Yeah, my wife. Wanna... <laughs> I just wondered if you wanted fuck? to go camping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, like, for real, though, do you think... 
Oh, aliens yeah. are among us, Bill. Among us, I don't know. I think alien exists. The reptilians. Life. It's possible, but I doubt it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, in a weird kind of way, you've... I think there's more likelihood that we're all descendants from an alien influence rather than, you know, some bigger, from... you know, subculture, hollow earth kind of, you know, I mean, I think we can. I, I think from the Mars. more the more we know, we the more we know, we less know that we know less. There's no, a theory. I'm, I'm fucking that I heard this on. fucking <laughs> little theory a, that that. We came from Mars, and the comet that hit Earth was actually us. They were terraforming it for their yeah, own purposes. We were, we were like taking out the competition. I watched a few seasons of Ancient Aliens, <laughs> but dude, well, there is quite a bit of evidence pointing to that we're a you know a fucking basically a species with amnesia like they think that humans go like an advanced civilizations not necessarily like technologically like we are now but like civilized civilization has been reset over and over and over and over again i think facebook proves that every two hours (laughs) well Well, uh, what if we no i mean uh, like from like not just because we know, like, the Great Flood and shit that, like, actually happened and it wiped out fucking most of the world for the most part. We know, like, massive events have happened <coughs> and, like, they find fucking evidence of uh, cities under the ocean, for example, and shit like that. Fucking finding things that, you know prove that we've been on this earth way longer than they originally thought there's towns underwater here and and lakes in wyoming reservoirs well yeah but i'm saying like fucking i was listening i was listening to a fucking a podcast pretty recent where the guy was talking about like atlantis and like the you know and looking into mythology and shit to find like the Maybe it's not like like they're talking about things that they didn't know how to describe. You know what I mean? Like the um um who was it? Who did the account of like Atlantis? Was it? Don't remember something Greek, isn't it? Or Roman? Right, but I can't remember. Like a herc. Hercules, <coughs> that guy, Odysseus, Oso, whatever. Love you, Oso. The point is, I don't fucking. Know. I've gone to Peanut Gallery. You don't. So I, I, I take it you, you don't think any of that. I mean, I think there's definitely old civilizations and ancient civilizations that we never knew existed. And what we think of history is only based on the little evidence that we found rather than... Right. So, I mean... See, that's my point, is like... You know, we as as humans, we give so much evidence, there's so many pictures of the story, and we have to fill in the gaps in between. You know, just like you're talking, you know, losing the cousin, your cousin, you have to f- you kind of figure out 
a way for yourself of how from point A to point B to get you through whatever, you know, happens. And we don't, we'll, we may never know. Hopefully we will, you know, someday, but uh, probably not, but you I mean, know. as far as Atlantis or whatever, I mean, I think there's, well, maybe it maybe probably wasn't d- called Atlantis, but they're describing a city that sank into the ocean. Like, you know well, what I, I bet mean? There's been lots of cities. That's that have a, been... uh, so we're not talking about a leg- literally a underwater city with mermaids and shit. I'm just saying like, I do believe that though. Yeah. No, you kidding. believe in mermaids? <laughs> that fucking the, documentary the, the that little, came out that everybody mermaid. believed in for, for a while. And then they're like, Ariel, Oh yeah, that was scary fake. squid lady. Yeah. Yuck. And they're like, Oh yeah, that was fake. And everybody was swearing to fucking God that mermaids are fucking real, man. Which uh, Dude, there I, was, I, I swear I had, I, I saw uh, no, the what actually the manatee. MCU. Yeah, they have like in the Chicago, uh, Chicago uh, aquarium. They had a few of them there. No, I like, swear they were telepathic. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, are you talking about? Yeah, they telepathic. Didn't. Yeah, manatee. Yeah, I said he, he said he, yeah, I said he wanted to go to Wyoming. All I so wanted from? Oh, I want were freaking dolphins with freaking laser beams attached to their freaking heads. <laughs> For reals. That would be cool, though. Yeah, I, I think uh, getting we're going off way the fucking off rails. Yeah, we're going off the rails here. But, I mean, something that is important to honestly fucking think about is the possibility that, you know, that there is literally something fucking abducting these people. To the same as, like, the theory of the movies. <laughs> Yeah. Right out of thin fucking air. And, you know, the thing about it is if you truly sit and think about this from the aspect of complete fucking disappearance, there's not a lot of fucking explanations. Well, there's a million. But like like he said, it's like you, you can. It's the it's the, the lack of evidence. Yeah. So you got to fill in the blanks, which is the, the, the problem. And like you said, and that's. The, it's the not knowing and then like yeah you're inevitably filling in the blanks or turning to researching it like you did and it's like what's the story the story is they're gone yeah and, that, and it's that it's that, that mystery and that's that, what we were kind of hoping to talk about is just the possibilities well and, and you know when you have a family member or someone close to you in any manner pass away it sucks man and fucking you know it's gonna hurt and 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 you're gonna fucking go through some time some more than others like man it sucks that they're gone but to fucking not know like are they gone did you know what i mean did they decide you just have no i mean they're like i said earlier there's no closure so you in my opinion, it's worse to get over than a death because you you always want to have that glimmer of hope in the back of your head that, boom, I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, maybe he'll just show up. Right. Right. You know, as opposed to where if your friend or your loved one or whatever passes in a car accident... At least you know... Or... Yeah. I mean, that... Like, okay, fuck, I'm, I, I'm never going to see him until... I go wherever we go when we do this thing or whatever, whatnot, or however you feel about it. But 
to just, well, fuck, am I going to walk into fucking Mini Mart today and... He's going to be buying a Snickers? Yeah, or, you know, I mean, is he going to come ring the fucking doorbell next week? Be like, dude, I just had a rough time of it, you know, and I had to get disappear for a little while. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... hot senorita. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I've been in Chihuahua. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Down in Mexico. And then I, had, I caught something. <laughs> so I had to stay down there for a while longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So how, how would you write that? That be how would you write his story for him? I don't. Kai, man, he he, he was such a cool dude, man. He, and Kai, he, he was awesome, man. I remember one time specifically, we went to see uh, Clutch and Mastodon in Salt Lake City, and Kai, all he wanted to do was fucking mosh. And Clutch isn't really like Clutch is kind of mellow. There's they're they're stoner music, you know yeah, what I mean? Really. Everybody knows Clutch. They're kind of kick back, you know what I mean? It's not you mosh s- material. Slam dance maybe a little. Maybe. I was like the do the not not you know, there's like jazz hands, but then there's like hip hop hands. And I, right. that's that's more like clutch. <laughs> well, except for like binge in, and purge, in you between. know. <laughs> binge and purge is probably definitely well, something that, you and could you said he that got too heavy at a show, so he doesn't do it. Oh, anymore. Neil Fallon straight did an interview one time and he's like, I will never ever play that song live again because he did it in some big auditorium which is, and everybody started like ripping their faces off and Which is cool or it sucks because it's such a badass song. It is. But anyway, Mastodon is most definitely that kind of band. And when they came on, the look on Kaiman's face, because the dude's like six foot, 20 year, 23 years old at the time, tattooed to hell, and he jumps up. Yeah! And you just see him take off into that crowd, dude, ready to. And I'll just, I'll never forget how excited he was about it. And like came out of there drenched in sweat and all practically beat the crap and had the time of his fucking life you know what i mean that's cool kai was way cool <clears throat> super talented man i mean just like my cousin and shit he well not like i have you know a, several of his tattoos you know he was a tattoo artist he was i'm not i don't want to say was man he's a tattoo artist he's you know was just a really cool dude he was fighting some demons you know and dude, aren't we all but yeah, well fuck uh, yeah, for sure. I think most people are, you know. Yep. Or so we what, all are. What tattoos of his do you have? What are they? Uh, I he did uh, the flames. Uh, I have a bunch of flames around my hand. He did the infill here with my kiddos. He did my fuck it tattoo. <laughs> um, I think that might be pretty much it that Kaiman has done. But he at the time that I got him, he was an apprentice. So I was like, here, go ahead and do some flames for me, man, or or give me the old fuck it, you know what I mean? One of our buddies had him do the Chinese sign for diarrhea because he felt that everybody should have to do at least one shitty tattoo. <laughs> That's funny. The Chinese sign for diarrhea. Was it actually? Yeah, they looked they it up got and it shit. Right. Yeah, it, okay. was, it was no fooling around. That that dude that was always funny is like what if you saw like uh, I think I saw it was a meme or something where they're like 
you want they wonder if like uh asian like people in like J- japan are walking around with shirts on that just say random or getting tattoos that just say like pasta <laughs> you know or like shoe yeah one just of the random what, fucking one of the very first things in you walk in that like, that that means fucking you know some fucking tranquil bullshit fucking that, that means bravery it, it says fucking, you know. means fucking restrooms on the left. Yeah. And it's anyway. one little, like, thing. <laughs> Dude, I hope they do. That would be awesome. Just walking around with a shirt that says just random whatever on it. I've seen shirts for sure. I don't know about tattoos. <coughs> tattoos. Like Britney Spears had a really bad tattoo, I think. She was, had a misquote like that. I oh, like a like a Chinese the, symbol or something. Yeah, and it was the wrong translation. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's like a, a totally blonde moment. I was born blonde, so I can say that, right? Yeah, blonde is a fucking state of mind, not a hair color, bro. There you go. All <laughs> I'm right, I'm telling I like you. It. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah I mean, uh, Dumas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dumbass material all the way. Yeah. When do I start, <laughs> Mister? Dumbass, <laughs> dude, that is Her such name's a fucking... on it. Samsonite. <laughs> yeah. I was way off, <laughs> dude. If I know Mary, she's gonna invite us right in for tea and scrumpets. <laughs> scrumpets, uh, dude. That's a great fucking movie. I know it. <laughs> I you can tell if it's a great movie because I'll have it fucking memorized from front to back. Uh, yeah, he does too. He's pretty good about comedies. <laughs> like uh fuck what were we talking about today? I mean, we we talk about a lot of movies, but fucking uh we're talking about Holy Grail. When's the last time you seen Ho- Holy Grail? Uh Doesn't he look like a Tim? A years ago. Some call me Tim. <laughs> He's still if you put if you put the words on him and shit, that's fucking Tim, man. That's cool. Uh hell yeah. And Joe, he always wears this. Have you? You're always there at lunch. Show her Joe with this fucking head sock. He looks like uh, he wears this thing all day. He, he looks, looks like the Arthur. One of, he looks like the one king of the, of the Britons or one of the peasants in the village when when they're like, "Burn the witch, burn her, burn her." Ah, okay. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, missing people suck. Yeah, oh, that. The, the, yeah, it's okay. We got her done. Answer questions three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's what your is favorite your favorite color? color? Uh, yellow. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who was I supposed to look up? Uh, Tim. That's all. Oh, that's what I just did. Oh yeah, oh, you said somebody else too, didn't you? Oh no, that Joe that we work with. No, this oh, guy Joe. that I work with. Yeah, yeah. he wears this fucking. Head sock thing, like, yeah, all day. Yeah, it's kind of Joe's a fucking weirdo. He's the kind of guy that like <laughs> looks Joe's you in the eye all... when he eats a banana <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? Joe's cool. He's a no, cool but dude. yeah, I, don't get me wrong. Joe is a good person, but if you look me in the eye and tell me he's not a fucking weirdo, I'm gonna look you in the eye and call you a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> he's Joe's cool. Yeah, we love they, you, Joe. I was giving him shit one day talking about my herpes. I'm like, yeah, man, I got fucking herpes on my lip. And he's like, I got herpes, too, because my mom used to kiss me when I was young. On the I, lips. I'm no fucking bullshit. The guy said, said that. My dude. mom would kiss me on the lips. 
I was like, fucking beside myself. Yeah. Like, are you? Uh, why do you make this so fucking easy, Joe? <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> he does. I don't want to shit on the dude. I, I'm not. Joe's no. my fucking. He's cool. Don't get me wrong. He's just he's he's definitely a different soul, and I I hope he knows that because no, he does. He's a serial killer. I know. He eats um. The only reason he won't fuck with us is because we're I, too close to him. I used to give him shit because he would eat plain Greek yogurt, and I'm like, dude, that's some serial killer shit, Joe. So he and I gave him enough shit. He started eating vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can't because we were working out of town together. I'm like, you know, I'm like, we, you can't kill me because we're. You, that's the first rule of serial killing. Nobody close to you, you can't. I, I'm on to you, but you can't touch me, dude. You can't. In the movies. That's when they break down, though. Like right. they start going after. Yeah, they, they they take out somebody close to you. And yeah, that's, and that's, that's when it all falls apart. Deteriorate and fall like, apart. Yeah. Yeah. Like super villainy. If he just killed me. That's the movies. I don't know about real life. He probably wanted to kill me. I totally. I should. I don't know. Never mind, man. Because they'll probably listen to it and be like, "Trent, I never really thought you." I totally see Joe's the kind of dude that would sodomize you first before you went in the basement, <laughs> and, and then and then he probably would drag you down their feet first, so your head like hit the stairs as you're going down. Well, he's definitely going to now. <laughs> he's gonna be as brutal as possible to you. Not Just, me, because I've been really nice. Joe, remember that yeah. I said you were cool. Kill Trin. <laughs> Just as long as he doesn't fucking make eye contact when he's eating the banana. That's all I ask. He's gonna every time now. You know that guy can eat a fucking corn dog two bites with no hands. I got a picture of this guy one time eating a corn dog. <laughs> he was sitting in his truck, and I was sitting <laughs> in the vehicle next to him, and he's got like. He's taking a big old bite, and I got it like perfect with him, like half the fucking thing. Like he was throating it. He was taking the whole thing. Right, Trent? Yep. Yep. I then I texted him the picture, so he's like eating his hot dog, and then he like looked down, and then he fucking looked over at me, <laughs> and I was fucking dying, dude. That shit was. Anyway. I think that's about it, man. We got. I think we kind of covered everything, right? I think so. It's been awesome chatting with you guys, man. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, thanks for coming on and sharing your your story. I know that can be difficult. We appreciate it. And yeah, for sure. Then, yeah, it's definitely a good time. We've been talking about doing this for a while before we even fucking had this podcast going. So I'm glad we got to do it, and you were down to do it. We also have your your wife in in the house. With yep, Miss Diana Marie Llewellyn. Yep, she's hanging out with us too, kind of helping out with his notes. So, thanks for keeping him all lined out for us. <laughs> Anyways, I think uh, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.